Welcome to the Breakfast Club. <laughs> what was that face? I don't know. Positive start with a big shocked face. Uh, Moss has just put me off with a big shocked face. Welcome to the Breakfast Club. Um, I'm assuming most of you probably know what it's about by now. If not, this is the podcast where we get really drunk and then try and describe a film to each other from memory, uh, which doesn't always go great. Listen back to some other episodes and... <laughs> Which one's memory aren't great, is which one's memory's just not my strong point. I think uh, just oh, really? remembering things is not my uh, is not my forte. <laughs> you go so trying interviews. to drunkenly, yeah, trying to drunkenly recite an entire film. Yeah, when they yeah. go to the job interview and they're like, uh, "What are your strengths?" and you're like, "Oh, I'm very good at um, you know things, uh, maths. Good, <laughs> bloody good at. I've got you know, I'm really personable. I'm great in a team." And they go, "Oh, what are your flaws?" and you go. Can't really remember. <laughs> like, Bloody hell, this guy's confident. <laughs> He's got no flaws, but I'm like, no, really, I, I can't remember. I can't remember because my yeah. memory's a uh, piece of dog shit. It's like a, it's like a sieve with with one big hole. <laughs> if you hire me, it's a real crapshoot because I can't remember what my flaws. Are. They could be awful. I could be a murderer. I don't know. Can't remember. And your uh, your job that you were interviewing for was uh, creating memory game puzzles. So <laughs> was chief memory man. Chief. Was, the, uh, was the job I was going chief for? Memory man, like Mystic Meg. Just <laughs> <laughs> come to you like, uh, do you remember what this guy looked like? And you're like, do you know? No, actually, I told him in the interview. <laughs> do you know what? I wish. I really wish they hadn't given me this yeah. job. I'm well out of so, my depth. It's so stressful. <laughs> I'm having a night. real hard time. Hair falling out, but that makes you look more like a memory man. <laughs> God, he's remembering so hard, all his hair's falling out, There's and he's lost the, like two stone. All the memories are pushing the hair follicles out of his head. <laughs> oh man, this episode has started ridiculous. It's well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I guess we'll uh, we'll crack on with a film. Um, Mossy, I'm doing a great film Are this you? week. I, I really love it. this film. I legit. Don't I know, know you don't know it. Yeah. I know. I know. This is the second time. Uh, I think Mossy mentioned it in the Avatar episode. Yeah. We normally text each other ahead of time and say what films we're doing. Um, and for the last two weeks, I haven't known what film I'm doing until <laughs> pretty much the day. Pressured uh, <laughs> watch it the night before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Up at like six o'clock in the morning, like I really got to watch a film. Sweating, sweating because you got to watch a film. God, the privilege. <laughs> it's so hard, mate. Yeah. It's so hard. It it's hard. proper first world problem. You it know, is you, hard you watching. Kids a film. at home don't realise the pressures we're under to watch one film tw- every other week. <laughs> And get really drunk. I get really hard, drunk man. and then talk about you. that film that we've watched yeah. the day before. Yeah, the pressures on us are astronomical. It's really this. Oh man, just pay us. This podcast deserves money. <laughs> <laughs> we got that Jeep money coming in. <laughs> we got that Jeep money. We got that sick Jeep sponsorship. Yeah. Um, the film I'm doing right is by some of my a pair of my favourite directors. Um, and it's in a genre that we haven't yet covered on the Ooh, Breakfast Club. Interesting. It's a genre that looked like it was going to really take off again for a little bit. It hasn't been around for a while. It looked like it was going to take off for a little bit. And then I think superhero movies kind of took over everything. So is it Buddy Cop? kind of swamped it. It's not Buddy Cop. Buddy Cop no. is my, um, like... Buddy Cop is a, uh, Buddy Cop is a great show. Buddy Cop, good Buddy Cop films to come back again. Ones that are... Uh, as much about the action as they are about the comedy not like the other guys or 
um, 21 Jump Street, which is more comedy than... Yeah, yeah, there really hasn't been one for a while, has there, where it's like a good action film, but with witty repartee between the... They even, in the height of buddy films, even did one with a man and a dog, so... Why can't we get that again? <laughs> Why can't we have that again? Don't yeah, Taylor and Hooch again, God damn it! Was it Taylor and Hooch? I think it was. Yeah, it was. Or K Nine. K Nine had the same plot. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting um, to think that Taylor and Hooch was just two actual cops, and I've called one of them. No, no, cops. Turner and Hooch. You are correct. Okay. Turner and Hooch. You are correct. One of them, I can't remember if it was K Nine or Turner and Hooch, but one of them was Tom Hanks as the the man, and then I a think dog. that's Turner and Hooch. Yeah, could yeah, be K Nine. I, I, right. I mean. Pff- <laughs> memory's not my strong point no, mate no, couldn't give a shit <laughs> you, man. Um, well it's, so, I'm trying to think of the genre this is an interesting one the genre that died off shall I give you the genre yeah the genre is western cowboy film oh uh, okay yeah Fair, yeah no they did die off Tarantino tried to keep making meta westerns but yeah Tarantino tried his best so the one I'm doing today is the Coen Brothers fantastic 2011 film True Grip holy with shit. Jeff Bridges holy hell yeah. I'm yeah. surprised did you have to listen or watch this film with like the volume on full to understand a word Jeff Bridges is saying yeah, yeah with subtitles brilliant. like yeah yeah I think what I like about this film is that Jeff Bridges is a central character and you really need to understand what he's doing to kind of get the film but yeah. you won't you won't <laughs> understand what he's saying for one second of the film this is uh, this is another film that we're doing for this that I've not seen so oh really you've not seen yeah, True no, Grit I, I know how much I love Jeff Bridges but yeah. uh, the Coen brothers for me are awfully hit and miss right I think that's fair yeah. to say. Yeah, I think that's and fair. True Grit looked like something I'd sort of enjoy, but I'm not I'm not the greatest lover of westerns, to be honest. Okay. okay. But, See, you know, I, I should probably sit down and watch one. Uh, so I quite like that scene because I, I think that's interesting because I love a good western. Yeah. I think The Quick and the Dead is one of my favourite films of all time. I think True Grit is probably up there. I think what I like about True Grit is it's not like the... It's not like the fully old school western of like man walks into a saloon and there's a bar fight and stuff. It's like it's a nice story, you know, about it's got good characters at the heart of it and it's kind of a self-contained story. There's no like yeah. it wraps up kind of thing. And then obviously this was 2011. This was after No Country for Old Men, but before they did Ballad of Buster Scruggs for uh, <laughs> Netflix. The, the crazy yeah. thing that is Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah, yeah, which has some really good bits to bits, it for yeah, an anthology. Yeah. You know, it has some really good bits. Yeah. And then obviously Tarantino did Django a year after this. And I mean, Django, is, in... Django is excellent. So Django is I excellent. Love, love Hateful Django. Eight, not so much. Hateful Eight was okay. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's very much, if you're a Tarantino fan, it's very much a Tarantino fan yeah. film, isn't it? It's people talking fast and not a lot Absolutely. going on. His last two films have been incredibly meta in that respect of yes. they are Tarantino films. He, he knows his shtick now, I suppose. Yeah, with definitely. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And then we had Johnny Depp in The Lone Ranger in 2013, the Disney <laughs> film. Yeah, which i've not well. seen but oh rango yeah of course yeah 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 rango i have seen and is actually you know perfectly watchable yeah i've not seen lone ranger yeah you know it's quite good actually yeah it's quite funny cool um, um no i haven't seen uh, lone ranger either because why would i yeah yeah exactly i might watch it one day just out of interest but it's funny that um, johnny depp seems to just play captain jack sparrow in it which is 
Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> I mean, I think you can assume that about any Johnny Depp film yeah. after Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that's fair to assume. <laughs> Other than and the then... assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Was he in that? Oh, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. He was in what? Oh, was he in American for a Gangster? Cowboy film. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's one of them. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Never mind. Film. Never mind my drivel. I want to hear about True Grit. Cool. Yeah. So True Grit. Uh, it's a great film. I really love it. It was. I, I wrote some facts down about this just because I wanted to have something to say about <laughs> it. Um, it was nominated for uh, Best Picture and Best Actor for Jeff Bridges really? and Best Supporting Actress for whatever her name is, the young girl in it, who then went on to do Pitch Perfect. Oh. Hayley Steinfeld or Hayley, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, I, think you'll, so, yeah. I think you mean she went on to do Bumblebee, Dave. Come on. Let's, let's, <laughs> Sorry, give, her, let's yeah. give her the juice. Give her the high heights of Bumblebee. <laughs> Have you watched Bumblebee? No, I've heard it's perfectly good. I've heard I've it's, heard it's yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, Transformers, I, Transformers genre burnt me out a little bit. I was going to say, as someone who's watched every single one of the Transformers films, it shocks me that I haven't watched the one that people have said is actually okay. Yeah. I mean, the first Transformers <laughs> film is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. It's acceptable. None of them are Come great, on. are they? Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, True Grit. It starts in proper Western style with some, like, slow-paced Western music yeah. going. Yeah. Already and then already a character... Immersed. Yeah, you're there. You're in the world now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a, a girl talking over the Western music, and she's telling you all about how this guy, Tom Chaney, uh, shot her dad in this town. Her dad was a traveling merchant. He hired Tom Chaney to help him transport something, and <laughs> Chaney gambled all his money away that he was meant to be getting paid for this job. And then he got drunk and he blamed the girl's dad for him losing all his money for some reason. It's hard and exposition out the gate. There's oh, it's really it explains everything. Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, yeah. no, you're, yeah. you're not confused about that for one yeah. second after this. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the old uh, show, don't tell. This is this is very much tell. <laughs> this is very tell. Um, and so he gets pissed off at her dad and he shoots her and then he rides out of town and then she's saying that like no one um was even asked in the town so well, as far as tom cheney's concerned he's you know he's got away scot-free it's the wild west on it yeah it's called exactly. wild for nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the film proper starts with this young girl going to see her dad's body in the morgue oh, and the, I know I know the guy who runs the morgue uh, has put it in a coffin for her and she's basically paying for <laughs> the coffin and then showed, showed her, her dad after yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much what's yeah. in this tiny little coffin it's about six six and a half inch coffin here hang on oh that old oh it's of... your dad fella yeah, it's just here uh, just put my coffin right here the old dick in a box trick the old the old penis in a coffin trick yeah. tale as old as time tale as old as time when you go to the when you go to the funeral directors <laughs> you go to the crematorium and you go have you oh just God, got his not the crematorium yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't want a sticky dick in there yeah. you go to the funeral directors and the guy's just like uh, she she's your mother's just in here and you're like it's just a finger or what like 
how are you holding her up what have you done you've got like a honey i shook the kids machine he's like, just open the coffin and you'll see for yourself yeah. oh god mum <laughs> severe rigor mortis yeah. <laughs> she's gone all purple yeah. she's turned into some sort of worm <laughs> oh she spat at me i thought you said she was dead Oh, they do that from time to time. <laughs> she just flew into leaving the body. That's what happens. <laughs> so she sees her, her dead dad. She sees her dead dad, yeah, sorry. Um, and she's basically, uh, she's gone to pick up the body and have it re- delivered back home. Um, and he starts haggling with her over the price. And they have a little bit of back and forth and it's very witty that's an um, job isn't it to, to collect a corpse off the floor put it in a box and then just go you know pay us to take the body home you don't get the box yeah yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> <laughs> well again extra. there's a there's a lot of exposition because she ends up explaining to the funeral director that her mum's like riddled with grief and can't travel so that's why she's ended up coming to town to collect the body and oh, bring okay. it home so they do kind of explain it but it's you know it's tenuous at best um, so then she is wandering around town and she goes to see a hanging of like wow. three guys. Sometimes you've just got to lay off a bit of steam, haven't you? You just got to go and you just gotta, yeah. chill out, watch a hanging, you know, <laughs> calm yourself down after, you know, seeing your yeah. dad. <laughs> That's what I, I know do. what I'd be doing. <laughs> yeah. That's why I regularly, after, um, after my nan passed away, I went straight to Manchester Airport, got on a flight straight to um, straight to Saudi Arabia, and just watched a couple of watched a couple of live in Town Square executions. Nice, mainly yeah, of, yeah, mainly yeah. of women. But other than that, just really, just really took the edge just off. Really took the edge off the whole death side <laughs> of things by more death. By more death, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really dilute it. Oh, I'm all death out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, full up. Oh, I couldn't. Gonna have another little bit of death. Not even a, not even a close encounter. <laughs> Couldn't possibly, couldn't possibly fit any more death in. Um, <laughs> the reason she's gone to the hang-in is because she's after the sheriff. She wants to find the sheriff. Yeah, okay. But there's a whole drawn-out um, thing, hang-in scene of these three guys, and they all do their last words or whatever. And then there's a, a bit where one of them's like a native, like a Cherokee, and okay. they he goes to say his last words, but before he can say anything they just put the bag over his head. Oh, and then they grim. hang all three of them. Oh, they it's didn't really, really racist. Like them, though, did they? they did not know. They did they didn't do well out of it. Uh, uh who, out the, of che- these the times. Cherokee or the, yeah, the, cowboys. the Cherokee. Well the cowboys don't come across great now, but at the time <laughs> at the they were time, having a brill time. Great. They were loving life, yeah. They were really having a good time <laughs> real compared to the Indians. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> they had a fucking ball. So the reason she's looking for the sheriff is because she wants to ask him who the best marshal is. And the US Marshals are kind of portrayed as like bounty hunters in this film. So like okay. for for the right money they'll go out and hunt people uh, who've broken the law basically yeah. for the right and money she, how about your salary because yeah. that's your yeah job. yeah exactly yeah how about what you get paid for <laughs> do what you get paid for um <laughs> she wants someone to go and hunt tom cheney uh, and bring him to justice for what happened to her dad yeah so she asked the sheriff you know who's the best uh who's the best marshal and he says all oh, the best is and he names some guy 
And then he goes, the meanest, though. <laughs> no point. Not even that guy. The guy doesn't come up to it in any other point in no. the film. He just tells her that he's the best marshal. Yeah. Then he says the meanest is a guy called Rooster Cogburn. And then he says that there's another guy who is the, like, cheapest or whatever. And she goes... <laughs> he, really, she... So he, really, he really gives her the full, the full display. It's like the generation game. This is yeah. a conveyor with loads of marshals going past, and he's just like, "This one's the best. <laughs> this one's an arsehole. This one's relatively cheap. This one will hit one shot in six, but that shot'll be in the head." <laughs> and your cuddly toy. There you go. And, uh... <laughs> Wobbly-headed man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like an extra special as to zone smart price. He gives her. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Take your pick," <clears throat> because he said meanest. She obviously wants the meanest, so she asks him where she'll find Rooster Cogburn. Um, and then he gives her a little bit more information because she tells him about Tom Cheney and she tells him why she's after him. And he, sa- he says that the last he heard, Tom Cheney is hanging out with a guy called Ned Pepper and his gang. And they're apparently bad news. Bad dudes. They've got bad news, bad dudes. Bad, bad news, news dudes. bad dudes. That's their band. Yeah. Bad, bad dudes, dudes with dudes. attitude, they're called. <laughs> <laughs> Ned Pepper and the bad dudes with attitude. Yeah. I tell you what, everyone's got a strong name in this. They do, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Tom Cheney, Ned Pepper, Rooster Cogburn. Yeah. That's... This little girl's name is uh, is Matty Ross. Matty Ross. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's Matty or Maddie. Maddie makes more sense. Maddie but... makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Maddie for the foreseeable. Okay. But, <laughs> but kids, write in if I'm wrong. Please write in. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was gonna I was gonna add a bit more I thought do you know what no, we've said it enough that we're not gonna read any of their shit but right yeah in. <laughs> yeah right in we'll burn it um <laughs> so then she <laughs> travels to somewhere else in town to chat to some guy who I think is like a merchant I don't really know but basically this guy and her dad had dealings they the dad the dad bought horses from this guy I think okay so she's gone to this guy and she's basically said that they don't want the horses anymore so she wants to sell them back to this guy because she wants money to pay the marshal to go and hunt Tom Cheney. Naturally. So she's like, I'll sell you these horses back. I'll also sell you my dad's horse and I'll sell you the horse that Tom Cheney left when he yeah. rode off. And basically. the horse I rode, off, rode in on. You know, yeah, horse. basically the horse she rode in on. Yeah. <laughs> it's Matty, by the way. Yeah. Oh, is it Matty? Uh-huh. Yeah. See, it doesn't sound right, does it? But yeah. I knew and thought it was that Matty Ross. Yeah. It turns out anyway. This little girl is a top arguer. She's a <laughs> she's a top level barterer. Grade A mercantile. She's very. She good. really is. Yeah. yeah. She's put all her skill points into mercantile because yeah. she's just she's there. She's up there, and she talks this guy around in circles. She threatens lawyers on him. She keeps telling him that he's breaking the law. In the end, she gets all pretty much exactly what she wants for these horses that were essentially his horses. I mean, he sold them to her dad, but her dad's dead. Yeah. So he's going to... Gonna... It sounds yeah. like a gobby little twat. <laughs> <laughs> she even ends up getting a saddle from the guy. Well, she she keeps guy. one of the horses and gets a saddle. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. And then she wanders off to go get her dad's stuff from the place that he was staying and he doesn't have a lot. He has like a little box of trinkets and he's got a gun, like a pistol. But yeah, everyone had a gun. Yeah. Everyone had a gun. It's the Wild West. He couldn't, couldn't move for guns. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they grew on cacti back then. It was just <laughs> guns everywhere. 
Guns Galore. Guns Galore. That was the uh, that was the working <laughs> title for this. Yeah, that'd be a good meta name for a, a yeah. meta cowboy film, wouldn't it? Guns, Guns Galore. Galore. Yeah, I can imagine he'd direct yeah. that. <laughs> Tarantino. It would be Eli Roth. I was going with. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <be> shit. <laughs> so she goes to pick her dad's stuff up, and she gets his gun and everything. And then she asks where she'll find Rooster Cogburn and people tell her he'll be at the courtroom in the morning. So the next day she goes to the courtroom and Rooster's there and he's giving evidence about a a crime that he's stopped basically. And in his version of the story, he's ridden out to find these guys. He's found them around a campfire He's approached them to tell them that he's bringing them in and they've attacked him oh, okay. and so he's shot them dead. Real, real. He did it by the book then. He's in his version of events. Hi, guys. Exactly Excuse by me, the guys. book. guys. Sorry. See, oh, nice marshmallow. That looks nice. Um, <laughs> quick, quick thing. Um, you are under arrest. Now, I know what you're going to say. But if you, just, <laughs> if you just come with me. It was no, that was a that was a gunshot. If you do another hey. couple, I might have to fire back. I'm sure that's how it went. Guns don't need to get involved. Come on, guys, let's all be. <laughs> I'm nice. taking the wild. I'm taking the wild out of the wild yeah. west. <laughs> the mild west in my uh, in my book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in his version of events, he's done things by the letter, and he's been a standout citizen. Stand up guy. Yeah, and then the lawyer who is prosecuting is like how many people have you killed and in full jeff bridges mode in true grit he goes shot or killed like that in (laughs) in his cool voice and the lawyer's like for the sake of brevity let's go with killed and rooster's like oh like 11 people but they all you know they all attacked me kind of thing and then the lawyer's like oh i've got the exact figure of men that you've killed from the because like he's full-on lawyer then yeah, he's full on lawyered him. <laughs> anyway, it turns out it's twenty three people, so it's like double what he said. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's not as many as I was thinking. Yeah, no, I was kind of expecting yeah. the number to be higher. So I thought I we were going it, yeah. shipment levels, and we were getting like yeah. five hundred and ninety or something. Yeah, the the weird thing is, like twenty three people is a lot of people to have killed. To have shot, but to when death, I heard, yeah, true. yeah, but when I heard twenty three, I was like, oh, that's a little bit disappointing. Yeah. Call of Duty is uh, really, really dampened our death. Toll. It has, uh, yeah, it really has. That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty decent KD spread he's got to go in there. So. <laughs> yeah, twenty three to none. Yeah. Um, so, and then obviously he claims that the people attacked him, but the lawyers like. Why did we find the body of the guy in the campfire? Like he died in his camp and <laughs> fallen on the campfire. Because you say he came towards you to attack you. Yeah. Why would he have died in his campfire? And then they're like, did you drag his body into the fire after you'd shot him? And Jeff Bridges is like, why would I do that? And they're like, yeah, exactly. Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do that? And he's like, well, you must have crawled there, dead. <laughs> they would cut the head off a chicken allegedly they run around for ages maybe that happened to him how do you know lawyer and he's like because I know I like, oh, <laughs> anyway this this courtroom scene it goes on for a while and I think <laughs> it's like a few good men <laughs> it's yeah and I think the purpose of it is to like prove that Rooster Cogburn has killed a man in cold blood and even though he basically admits it yeah nothing nothing happens well, nothing comes of it of all the media that I know of the Wild West, right? Whenever they put out a bounty on someone, 
if mm. they in fact say wanted dead or alive that doesn't mean wanted alive but if you do kill them you're gonna go through a trial you're gonna go on trial <laughs> like, yeah this is the yeah. first time i've ever heard of a court scene in a western this is mad yeah it's interesting though. Like, like, don't get me wrong know. it's, it's, it's i don't terrible. know what he's done i don't know what he's done wrong he's a u.s marshal and he's killed a, a wanted man maybe his name's rooster and they just don't like it yeah maybe because he's true. just so bloody mean Maybe it's because of his stupid voice. Yeah, because he can't understand a fucking word he says. <laughs> and they're like, what? I don't know what you said, but we're going to have to look into this because that was <laughs> We're going to have to investigate. It's like when the FBI investigated Louie Louie because they thought it was like yeah. secret messages to the drug addicts or something. <laughs> it's exactly like that. <laughs> so... This courtroom scene basically amounts to nothing. Uh, Ruth Cogburn is leaving the court, and Matty Ross comes up and, like, uh, she says, she tells him, I've heard you're a man with true grit. So hey, she says the so name of the film, which drink. is great. Yeah, down that drink, get it down, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, drop most of it on my <laughs> cock. <laughs> so, yeah. It's one of those great films where they say the name of the film in the film, which I really like. Yeah, I hope it's a couple more times they say it. it, it she genuinely does. Oh, she says it at least three times throughout no this film. No way. Yeah. Brilliant. So she says, they tell me you're a man with true grit. And she, sa- she tells him about Tom Chaney and what happened to her dad. And she says that she wants to hire him uh, for his bed and board and travel and a $50 reward on top. That's really not that much. It's not that much, is it? It's no. not that much. In the grand scheme of things. But it's not that much now. I mean, it probably yeah. wasn't that much then. <laughs> yeah, it so, doesn't seem like a lot, yeah. So it's yeah. not that much. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't seem that much to Jeff Bridges because he seems uninterested. Well, obviously. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't give a shit. So, Matty returns disheartened to the place where she's staying. And when she gets there, we see Matt Damon sporting a beautiful moustache. Oh, is it actually uh, a beautiful moustache? It is a beautiful moustache. It's very, uh, very well groomed. I mean, I wouldn't have a moustache like it because it makes no. it look like a nonce. But I mean, we've spoke about it. No one should have a moustache now. No one should have a moustache. There's Even no if excuse for you it. You think I need to wear a mask? You know, in in whatever work you do, if you're a key worker or if you're just wearing one around and about, and you think I need to wear a mask, uh, but I don't want to cut off all my facial hair because I, you know, I need, still need some facial hair. No. Get yeah. that, get that thought right out of your head. Just get yeah. it gone. Mustache, mustache is not the answer. No, and never the answer. The, the only possible reason you would grow a mustache <laughs> is to draw attention to yourself. And either you deny that and say that, oh, I don't want to draw attention. I just like the mustache. In which case, you're a cunt. Yeah. Or you admit that and you're like, yeah, I want everyone to look at me. In which case, you're a cunt. Yeah. So there's no possible outcome where you're not. You know, you're just an asshole. Don't only, grow a mustache. The only answer. Oh, the only question a moustache answers is um, what physical appearing feature on a face will make you look like the ultimate kiddie diddler? <laughs> then the answer is, in fact, a moustache. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. If I walked into any room and was asked to point out the paedophile, <laughs> I'd, I'd choose the person with a moustache. Even when you had the guy with the multicoloured jumpsuit on. Yeah, even if there was a kid there, in his even, mouth going, even if there was a guy, you go, no, <laughs> the moustache guy, that guy. Even if there was a bloke there with kids on chains who was just like <laughs> yanking them around, I'd point at the moustache guy. I'd be like, it's that bloke, it's that fella. <laughs> 
You know, like in Men in Black, when Will Smith shoots the little girl because he's like, she's reading quantum physics books. Yeah. I'd be like, that guy with the kids on chains is too obvious. Too it's a obvious. decoy. No, he's... He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, this is punishment. This is what they get. They do little shits all week. <laughs> so but kids, the with the don't grow a moustache. Zero kids on chains. <laughs> He's, he's a diddler. Yeah, he's, he's a, a diddler. bad diddler. Braid, a diddler. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it, kids. <laughs> Don't grow a moustache. So... Say it, say it, sort it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Matt Damon. He's outside the house. He's smoking a pipe. He's got his feet up. Matty notices him, but they don't say anything to each other. She walks into the house. <laughs> Why would she? Yeah, exactly. She doesn't want to get diddled, I no, would assume. Clearly. Um, Jesus. <laughs> so keeping in with the the diddler theme matty goes to bed <laughs> she wakes up in the morning and matt damon's just in her room okay he's just sat on a couch watching her with a pipe in his in his mouth that's not okay and he starts talking and he tells her his name is le beef le beef le beef le beef Le beef, not the beef not, in French. Not le beef. I don't know if that's actually like, what it means. No, just le beef. Oh, yeah. Is it one of them where it's supposed to be spelt le beef, but uh, they've I, said le beef because they're Americans. His name is le beef. Everyone okay. calls him le beef Big throughout the beef. this. There's no character who doesn't call him le beef. Okay, the beef. Fair enough. <laughs> Everyone knows that is that I'm the famous actor slash meltdown star Shia le beef. <laughs> Le Beef, yeah, it's a it's a weird sticking point for this film. It's a weird hill for this film to die on. <laughs> it's a strange hill <laughs> for the Coen Brothers to die on. Everyone, everyone in in on shot was just like, "So Le Beef, what do you want? Are you gonna cut and he's like cut?" His name's Le Beef. Saying it wrong. <laughs> saying it wrong. You dumb bitch. Jeff, come on, goddamn it. He's like, I've been calling him Le because that's how you say it. And he's like, No, stop it. It's, Stop it's it. the beef, the beef in French. <laughs> <laughs> Except the His way name is specifically the beef, <laughs> yeah. but the the is in French. The, the, the is in French. The beef isn't in French because I'm pretty sure that's beef. Because he's half French, half English. I don't think obviously. it is. Le beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so ridiculous! So the beef, His name, the beef His name the is Le beef. <laughs> A lot of beef in the room. It's a whole lot of beef in the room. (laughs) The beef with a moustache. It turns out... (laughs) I know, I know. Honest to God, everything about him screaming nonce. His name's the beef. He's got a moustache. Oh, man. man. He uh, he explains that he's a Texas Ranger and he's been hunting Tom Chaney uh, for months and Tom Chaney uses a different name in the different states that he goes to, um, but that he's after him. And he tells Maddie all this, and Maddie, Matty's like, um, he's saying that we should work together. You know, I'll I'll hunt him down and bring him back, and you can blah blah blah, whatever. <laughs> and Matty's like, I want Tom Chaney to know that the reason he's being punished is for killing my father. I don't want him being taken back to Texas to hang in Texas for. Mm. He shot a senator, is what he did in Texas, oh, okay, which is why yeah. Labeef's hunting him. He's like, I don't want him going to Texas to hang for that. When I want him to know that the reason he's being punished is for my dad. So that, so Matty's like, I don't want to work together, basically. And, and Labeef, also, you look a bit like a nonce. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, it's about to get noncier because oh, Labeef. Yeah, I know. Labeef is like, um, 
E tells Matty that she's not got a very nice. Uh, she doesn't speak to people very okay, nicely. God. She's pretty horrible Ooh, to her. Wonder where yeah. that sentence has ended up. Good lord. <laughs> you don't have very nice beef. And like, come on. <laughs> Love beef curtains. Um. <coughs> oh, God, I almost died. Sorry, oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was choked to death then. <laughs> oh man. Fucking hell. Oh good lord. Uh, Ooh, silly. Sorry, go on. He tells her that she's not very nice and then he says, and to think I thought about kissing you while you were asleep. Oh Christ. Yeah, which is really creepy. Yeah. And then he's like, You're not even that attractive anyway. She's oh, fourteen. Really she's fourteen in this film. It's really grim. Yeah. He's a full-grown adult. She's 14 years old. Yeah, I know. He needs to get a grip. Yeah, Saying that, it's different great. times. Different times, wasn't it, mate? Yeah, <laughs> different times. It's, it's all cool <laughs> back then. We haven't said that for a while. Think back different times. And it was different times. It was. It genuinely was different times. <laughs> Frenchmen had half French, half English names. Half French, so you could non- uh, Mustaches weren't noncy, although they kind of were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, got, you got taken to court for shooting people that you actively wanted dead. <laughs> <laughs> different times different good times, times. crazy <laughs> wild times <laughs> so Matty for some reason even though uh, Jeff Bridges walked off Matty's convinced that she has for some reason hired Jeff Bridges to do this job yeah. so she goes to get a horse so that she can go with him and she goes to this stables to buy a horse and she's chatting to the guy this is the bit that I mentioned so off air I said to Mossy there's a bit in this film that seems racist yeah. and I'm not sure if it is or whether I've just my brain has flagged it as racist right, well I, I, here, give me a sec okay beep, 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 beep. just get my racistometer out yeah Mossy okay. said on the racistometer okay she walks into the stables and the stable boy is a very young uh, black lad yeah yeah and come back down come back down okay okay and he's showing around showing her the horses and then he shows her this one horse and she gets on it and she rides it round and the horse is like kicking and trying to throw her off and the young lad is like oh you're too light the horse doesn't realize that you're on him you know he thinks it's like a fly or something oh, he's stop. trying that's to shake it off yeah no, that's not, that bit's not racist yeah. yeah anyway she goes oh he's spirited you know i really like him uh, and then he's like well you need to give him a name and she says, I'm going to call the horse Little Blackie. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. No, I tell you what, he hasn't kicked off. I'm surprised it hasn't no? kicked off. Okay, we're all right with that. Uh, I think we're okay with that because... Okay. It's not... What colour's the horse? Black. Yeah, no, it hasn't gone. Yeah, no, fair enough. No, we're good. Okay. We are good. Beyond okay. all measure of reason. I thought he was going to go wild, but obviously not. Well, I'm glad I mean, to clear I don't know. It's only the, the racist armature that knows. Yeah, I'm glad we cleared it up because I cringed at that point in the film. I was like, oh, yeah. that seems a bit weird. She but, could have definitely yeah. gone worse. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. Considering the time as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Considering the time as well. Well, it was wild. It was different times. It was a wild, the Wild West. The Wild West. So she gets her horse and then she goes to see Rooster Cogburn who is passed out drunk and sleeps behind a Chinese washroom for some reason. Well, why doesn't he? Now, yeah. 
thought the race stopped, it was going to go through yeah, the roof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can hear it kicking off. <laughs> Long story short, me and Dave used to live together in a uh, bed share. There was a nice, lovely Chinese couple that lived in the room next to me, and at 11 p.m. at night, they would wash their clothes in the bath. Yeah, in the toilet. It was very the only toilet. They were completely nocturnal. Fully never nocturnal. saw him in the day. No, uh, and they would wash their clothes in the bath between the hours of roughly half ten to about uh, one o'clock in the morning. So if you needed a piss before you went to sleep, you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. If you the wanted bathroom to was off sleep, limits. Yeah, the bathroom was off limits clothes in there. for three hours a night. <laughs> that was insane. That yeah. was so weird. So I understand what goes on in a Chinese bathhouse. So maybe or washroom or whatever. So you know, it might be quite a nice place to to chill. Yeah, that's true. We can't judge Jeff Bridges because we essentially did the same thing for yeah. a year. We did, in fact, live outside. <laughs> I specifically lived up and lived next to a Chinese yeah. we, we can laugh about it now, but Mossy got addicted to sleeping pills because he couldn't go to sleep because of the noise these people made all yeah. outside his bedroom at like yeah. one o'clock in the morning. That is true. Good times. Good, Good times. times. Different times. Different times, mate. Yeah, different yeah. times. So she goes to see Rooster. He's passed out drunk. She manages to wake him up and she explains that she's under the impression that she's hired him. And he's like, I never agreed to that. And then he's like, if you want me to go after this guy, I want $100. And he says that the the terms of the deal is he wants $100 and she can't come with. And she's like, there's no way I'm not coming with you um, because I want to see this guy brought to justice. Uh, and they have a bit of argument. And then she's like, I'll get you the $100. And he's like, okay, I'll take the job. And yeah. then... She goes back to sleep for the night. She comes back in the morning to find him, and he's gone. And he's left her a note to say that he's gone after Cheney, and it's best that Maddie just leaves him to to do his thing. Um, That's sad of him. I know, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "I'll bring Cheney back once I've got him. You know, I'll bring him back, and you yeah. can see him, and blah blah blah." Yeah. So, well, he usually brings people back. We found that out. Totally, yeah, he's well known for, for definitely not shooting people as <laughs> yeah. they sleep or and then run away. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matty's not happy about this. She jumps on her horse, she rides off, she rides down to the river and she sees um, she sees Rooster Cogburn across the river with another bloke. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Mm. And she chats to the guy who runs the river crossing and she says, you need to take me across. And he's like, I've been told by the marshal not to let you across. So he like grabs the reins of her horse and starts pulling her back towards the town. She throws an apple at the guy, which for some reason makes him fall over. I don't know how hard she throws it. She must throw bloody hard. Really hard, yeah. yeah like a bull. Uh, That's her goal. That's her fourteen year old goal. He's alright. She kills the guy with this apple and uh his head. <laughs> his head just explodes. Yeah. Uh it's like scanners. Just <laughs> <laughs> She turns her horse around and she runs towards the river and she runs her horse through, like, they swim across the river, basically. The horses can swim. Yeah. So that's fair. Yeah, that's true. That's anatomically (laughs) correct. She runs across the river. She runs across it. She changed its name overnight from Little Blackie to Jesus Christ. (laughs) And it's just... (laughs) Across that river. He's a piss. (laughs) It's no bother. Um, (laughs) Nay bother. (laughs) <laughs> hey, hey, good horse good. joke yeah. I like that man that was good <laughs> so 
Jeff Bridges is across the water uh, and he's watching her come across and it turns out that it's Matt Damon who he's with, uh, mm-hmm. Le Beef. Le Beef? He's with all the beef? He is, yeah. Matt Damon gets across... Uh, sorry, Matty gets across the water. She rides up to the two of them and she's like, where do you think you're going and why are you with Matt Damon? And... <laughs> Matt Damon's like, you need to go home. This is no place for little girls, blah, blah, blah. They have a bit of back and forth. Did you not and see then... me throw an apple at that guy? Yeah. Killed a guy with an apple? Did you not see me explode a guy's head Imagine with an apple? Imagine if I was using something, I don't know, more effective than an apple, like a bald <laughs> or something. <laughs> anyway, they have this back and forth. Matt Damon ends up getting pissed off at Matty, drags her off her horse and... and gets her across his knee and starts spanking her which is weird for fuck's sake she's 14 yeah, years it, goddamn old it's really weird and then he finds a switch from somewhere and starts whipping the back of her legs with a switch a switch for all you English people is essentially a stick yeah just a just, just a to, long thin just to stick just used to beat people yeah so it's really horrible and she's like screaming and she goes uh, she's like Marshall are you gonna let this happen and then in cool Jeff, Jeff Bridges is fucking cool in this film Jeff Bridges I'm just gonna throw cool it out there anyway. he's cool in any film yeah he's just like no I don't believe I will and then he pulls out his gun and he just points it at Labeef and cocks it and he's like Labeef's like absolutely shocked that he would draw his gun on him for just whipping <laughs> a girl US Marshal <laughs> yeah for whipping yeah. a girl well, but you know maybe this you US Marshal don't give a shit yeah maybe you should stop hitting on 14 year old girls yeah <laughs> I'm gonna touch yeah. that arse I'm gonna touch that arse with a stick I'll <laughs> shoot you dead yeah you maybe go. I'll just maybe I'll just shoot you because you're a bad nonce because <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking nonce okay, so, yeah nonce dead or alive you're gonna get shot <laughs> so yeah um, that was Jimmy Savile's poster he was nonce dead or alive didn't yeah, matter to yeah. him like Bon Jovi. No, it's it. Not like Bon Jovi was nonsense, but he'd not, he'd nonce dead kids, he'd nonce alive kids. Oh, fucking fuck. hell. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Brutal. It's Jimmy fucking Savile. I know, yeah, he's not a good guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. I don't know why I'm acting shocked. Like, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, God, not him. Not the guy who dressed up, acted like, and was a nonce. <laughs> Take my eyes, but not Savile. <laughs> not Savile, good lord. Have the pal die on that hill. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's not a sad hill I'd die on, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, from this point on, uh, it's clear that uh, Jeff Bridges and LaBeef don't get on. Yeah. Uh, and they have a big argument around the campfire, and they agree that... Um, they they agree to like go to bed, they'll like, carry on in the morning, blah, blah, blah. They wake up the next day, and Matty goes up to... Rooster Cogburn, she asks him what the deal is, you know, why he's working with the Texas Ranger. And he explains that the agreement is that they'll bring Cheney to Texas because there's a big reward for him in Texas. They'll claim the reward and they'll split it. Um, and then he's like, you should be happy because Cheney will still get punished. Mm. We'll still bring him in and then both of us get a bit more money, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so he's going to share and it with the girl? No. No, oh, so she's gonna get fuck all out of this. Yeah, basically, yeah. He's like, he'll get more money. She'll right. get. I'll make justice. sure that he doesn't assault you throughout yeah. the journey, though. Yeah, that. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You know that that's kind of you know got to count in his and favor. The Wild West. I mean, you're only you're only a minute away. So. <laughs> 
anyway, Matty goes crazy. She's like, she calls it fraud. She says that, you know, they had an agreement first and that he's broken the law and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it gets to a point where she kind of convinces Rooster that she's in the right and he's like almost apologizing. And then Labeef is like fuming that, you know, he's taken her side so many times already yeah. on this journey. So Labeef and once, um, by the way, I know, once, yeah, I know, once yeah, when he was being an <laughs> asshole, yeah, yeah, rightly took her side <laughs> yeah. when a full-grown man was whipping her with a stick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> within a, a late teenager with a stick, yeah, well, I say late teenager, <laughs> yeah, fourteen, less, less than half, so. Right, <laughs> so, um, Rooster and Labeef fall out, and Labeef leaves. They decide to go their own separate ways, and they'll both really? try and okay. find Cheney. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Rooster's idea is that there's one trading post out in this land that they've travelled out into. Um, and so anyone who needs supplies will have to go through this trading post. So it's a pretty good call as to, you know, where they might have gone. Yeah, it sounds uh, like there's a niche the for someone to set up another trading post, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? It sounds like, the, you know, <laughs> this trading post has got a monopoly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> someone needs to work on that, man. No wonder yeah. it's wild. Jesus. <laughs> so they go to this trading post and... There's a weird bit of character development here where there's some little kids sat on the the, the like horse hobbling bit outside the post and uh, Rooster just walks up to them and just pushes them off into the dirt. <laughs> Don't know why. Don't know why he does it. He's the but meanest, he does. mate, that's why. He is, he is, that's true, yeah. yeah. He's the meanest marshal. That, he doesn't like sense. to see kids get sexually abused. But, but any other kind of violently abuse. abused. That's yeah, like, sound. Yeah. <laughs> He's all right with it. If yeah. anything, actively encourages it. <laughs> actively encourages it. Yeah, goes out of his way to encourage it by pushing <laughs> kids off shit. <laughs> so he goes into this trading post to chat to the guy and find out what information he can find. Is that touched upon ever again? No. Oh, actually, no. Tell a lie. Oh. When he comes back out the trading post, he pushes the same kid off the thing again. <laughs> what a guy! <laughs> that kid deserved it. He should have learned his lesson. He should have learned his lesson, yeah. It's so, sometimes someone pushes you off shit. Should have learned his goddamn lesson. What are you doing, kid? It's a valuable life lesson. Sometimes it, people are going to push you off things. Sometimes the way people it is. are going to push you off things because why not? It's funny. Yeah. Life's hard, mate. Get over it. <laughs> So, from this trading point, <laughs> from this trading post guy, they learn that uh, a member of Ned Pepper's gang has been there, and Rooster comes out with this gold piece, which, which is apparently a California gold piece, whatever that means. That Matty is pretty certain belonged to her dad. She says it's one of two that he used to carry with him everywhere. And do you mean like Rooster, like a coin, like a gold piece, or a gold piece like a gun? No, like a gold piece, like a coin. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rooster kind of rightly says that, you know, it's unusual for it to be in this area, but it's, you know, it's currency. So it's not unusual for it to, like, move around, and there's there's more than two of them in the yeah. world. Pro- well, Matty's probably, com- you think. Yeah, Matty's, yeah, it wouldn't be great currency if there's <laughs> yeah, only two. It would be, be the best <laughs> currency in the world, isn't it? <laughs> you see, but Matty's convinced. Bitcoins. <laughs> Matty's convinced that it's her dad's, so whatever. Is she? Sure she is. Yeah. Knows his name on the back, look. <laughs> it says, my dad. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, though. <laughs> no. I don't think it's ever mentioned. It might be mentioned, but I don't remember it, so. Mm. Okay. Um, 
So then they're trying to decide which way to go, and Rooster's like, they'll have only gone one of two ways, and he picked one way because he's like, there's more to steal if they go this way. Uh, so they take their crapshoot, you know. <laughs> I imagine knows. America's not that Just big a place, so Just have a they'll probably find them. <laughs> I mean, for the sake of the movie, I hope they do. Yeah, yeah, I'm otherwise it's a real long film about a guy and a girl dying in a desert in America because <laughs> they went the wrong way. They <laughs> went the wrong fucking way. <laughs> they walked all the way into the ocean and kept going. But her horse can walk across the ocean, but she starved. Yeah, she starved. Yeah, the horse was fine. The horse survived. Yeah, well, the horse was Jesus Christ. So. <laughs> that made it all the way up to heaven. It was like Greece. It was like the end of Greece, and he just started yeah, floating just off float into off. the sky. <laughs> so... <laughs> Matty and Rooster ride off together and Rooster starts talking and he's telling her about, you know, he used to have a wife and a child. He tried giving up the life of a cowboy, um, but he got too addicted to drinking and his wife and his kid left him. I thought he was a, uh, chef. I thought he was a marshal. He was a marshal. But cowboy, we also find out we Born? also find out later on that he um he was a bad guy. He uh. he robbed people and then he's turned his life around and become a, a US Marshal. Well, yeah. good on him. Yeah, there's that's a lot a of characters. That's a lesson for you all there, kids. It's a, it's a lesson, kids. You, you, you know, you might be in a dark place now, but you can turn yeah, it around. You can turn it around. You could uh, you could eventually shoot people dead for, you know, money and nothing happens. Yeah. Nothing comes of it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're sat on the horse hobbling post of life and some cunt comes and pushes you off into the dirt, <laughs> you've got you've got two choices to make. Do you get back on that hobbling post or you're not <laughs> and then you get back on that hobbling post and then the same cunt pushes you off again <laughs> and then you've got to make the same decision but probably think of it better this time <laughs> and that's a that's a metaphor for life if ever I've heard one if I've never heard one <laughs> 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 oh man so they're riding around Rooster's talking about his life and then they come across a dead body that's hanging from a tree and Rooster says to Matty, uh, go up the tree and cut him down. And yeah. she's like, why? And he's like, well, I might know who it is. Because um, Jake, Jake Paul's over there and he's about to make a blog yeah. about it. <laughs> and then everyone's going to go wild, so you better quickly come down. <laughs> so, really so, because Jake Paul's cunt. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is true. Um, so Matty climbs this tree and she cuts him down and the body lands on Logan the floor. Paul? There's one of them, who cares? Yeah, some, a fuck prick. Who, who gives a shit about any of these people? Um, the body falls down from the tree, and Jeff Bridges looks at it and he goes, "I do not know this man." In his weird cowboy voice, <laughs> it's a big fucking country man. <laughs> um, so they cut this body down, and then some guy rides up to them, and Matty stays up in the tree because they don't know who it is, and Rooster draws his gun. And then it turns out it's like a Native Indian guy and Native Rooster American, and him. Please. Native American, sorry. Yeah, Native American. <laughs> Native and... Indian, no, it is a Native Indian guy. His name's like Rishikesh. <laughs> he, he's in, like, how the fuck do you get over here? I don't even know if he's discovered you yet. <laughs> like, you know, you have. Yeah, no, that was years ago. You're like, ah, oh, shit, sorry. Nah, I get history mixed up. With yeah, I get history mixed up all the time. <laughs> so they cut this body down. This guy comes up to them rooster and this guy exchange words and then the guy takes the dead body and rides off 
there's a lot of just shit that happens in this film there really is there genuinely is just shit that happens there really is so Matty comes down from the tree and she asks Rooster why the guy took the body and he's like well he didn't know who he was either but it's a dead body hanging from a tree and someone might be paying money for him somewhere so this guy's just gonna ride around with a corpse (laughs) in the hope see fun thing about corpses right they usually um they usually stay unsullied and unsmelly for, for ages. You know, a oh, couple yeah. of months before they start to rot. Hu- dead human bodies preserved for preserved years. real well. Like, yeah, better than, like, tin beans. They'll <laughs> <laughs> keep going forever. Better than cockroaches, man. Okay, <laughs> yeah, just riding around with a goddamn corpse on his horse for days. Like, going into random towns, being like, anyone know this cunt? Just being like, he, he's dead. Uh, does anyone want him? Anyone want to pay like fifty bucks for him? Being like, fucking no, no way. <laughs> no, I don't I'll, want a dead body. I'll pay you, Why I'll do you keep doing this? To fuck off. <laughs> doing this. That's that guy's ploy. He just yeah. rides around with a corpse on his horse until people pay him to fuck off. <laughs> oh, I've got old corpse horse. He's coming. <laughs> oh, He's here coming he is. around again. Old corpsey. I can smell him from here. Right, get your money ready. Get your money ready. Like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about to get even weirder, right? Because. Rooster and Matty are riding and they realise they're being followed. They hear something and Rooster's like, oh, I think it'll be Le Beef. I think, he, you know, he's realised he doesn't know where he's going and he's followed us. Uh, yeah. So Matty's like, are we going to try and hide our trail or lose him? And Rooster's like, no, we're just going to wait here till he comes out of the bushes, basically. Yeah. So they just sit on their horses. Yeah, basically. They just sit on their horses and wait. And then this guy emerges from the trees a, a while later, like it's a long while before anyone <laughs> okay. comes out. And it's this old guy with this massive beard, and he's wearing a bear carcass as like yeah. a hood and cape. I don't know. So he's just got this big bear head. And Jeff bear Bridges guy. delivers another great Jeff Bridges line from this film of, you are not La Beef, which is just great. <laughs> I, I really like that line. <laughs> well, I mean, he's not wrong. He's just pointing out the obvious, yeah. yeah he is not Le Beef. <laughs> he's Le <Bear. laughs> So, this old guy says that he's a doctor. Right, yeah, Dr. Bear, man. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dr. Bear. <laughs> I'm old Dr. Bearhead. That's his, that's his advertising for, you know, America's like fully capitalist wasteland. Yeah. So, they have to like get themselves out there and he's just like, no, oh, I'm the Dr. Bear man. Ooh, do you have a, do you have a grizzly injury? <laughs> I'll come and sort it out straight away. I Call love Dr. Bear man. I love that that's his point of difference. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. Most work. other doctors don't wear a bear on their head, mate. No, well, that's no, how you don't. know. That's how you know you've got Dr. Bear head. Yeah, and this guy's going to absolutely smash it, mate. You know he is. <laughs> you got that grizzly injury, so you get straight to him. <laughs> So they chat to Dr. Bearhead for a while and he they're asking him if there's anywhere to stay and he tells them there's a cottage not far away. So they're like, oh, great, thanks. And then he tells them he's got the hanged man from before on the back of his horse and he says that he bought him from some Native American fella that he passed. So they're just trading corpses trading all over corpses. the place. He has and to then get he tells an them, amount of letters before he... he uh... <laughs> hangman, nice. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah, I was getting caught. <laughs> but this this old guy tells them that they can buy the corpse back although he has already taken the guy's teeth why why has he taken the guy's teeth they, might have, they would have been gold capped then yeah maybe and you probably could have just sold teeth I imagine yeah that's true it's probably easier to sell teeth than an entire corpse I think it would be easier to sell teeth now 
than yeah. an entire corpse. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. people ask questions about a corpse, yeah. but if you're just walking around with teeth, no one's going to yeah. ask anything. Yeah, I've just been. I've been. That's what I've been doing in uh, before. You know, the whole self isolation thing. I'd go to town. I'd have like a big necklace made of human teeth, but I'd be selling them as sharks' teeth. So there'd just be a little molar in the middle. <laughs> be like it's just sharks' molars. Shark teeth necklace, anybody? Five pounds, and it'd just be human teeth that I got from courses, from people I'd you know, uh, people I'd found. Yeah, yeah, all that sort yeah. of stuff. <laughs> just all that kind of thing. That was a good little sideline business for you for a while. You <laughs> did, did make really, quite a yeah, bit of money. Really, good amount of money. Um, yeah, not allowed back in Liverpool though. Yeah, so yeah, after, yeah. After I mean, problem. there were a lot of homeless people that you robbed teeth from. So yeah. I just blamed it on the the spice. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this weird encounter with the doctor, who never comes back into this film. By the encounter. way, never no, makes a, another appearance. Uh, they ride off to find this cottage, and they get there, and there's smoke coming out the chimney. So uh, Jeff Bridges says to Matty, "Get up on the roof." with your coat and when I give you the signal throw your coat over the chimney you know if, if I give you the signal kind of yeah. thing and she's like okay it'll make it and stink then he, it'll be really fun yeah <laughs> it'll make your coat smell like shit mate yeah. and then you'll have to ride with it for the rest of the time <laughs> you have so. a stinky ass cold coat for the rest of the, the, rest of the day <laughs> stupid bitch do it, over. do it now actually did you not it. already know that I hate children from what happened before <laughs> so um they get up to this cottage and Jeff Bridges is like shouting and he's like who's in there and the people are like we don't want to say and he's like they have a bit back and forth and then eventually Jeff Bridges recognises the voice and he's like he says someone's name and he's like is that you and then he, they cut to them being in the cottage Um, so it turns out Rooster knows these people and they're people that were running with Ned Pepper's gang so okay. they're not good people but no. they're telling Rooster Rooster's having something to eat that they've made him and they're telling Rooster that they've cut ties with Ned Pepper and they're going straight and that's why they're hanging out in this place together uh, I reckon it's, he believes them oh yeah totally totally believes them it's one older fatter guy and then this really like he's like a young teenager I guess like 19, 20 and he's yeah. quite skinny uh, and he looks nervous as fuck around Rooster to be honest well yeah I would too probably yeah, you know, the guy's a maniac. <laughs> so Rooster is asking the older guy questions about Ned Pepper, and the older guy's real cagey, and he's like, you know, he avoids all the questions, doesn't give him any straight answers. So then Rooster just starts casually speaking to the skinny guy, yeah. and he's like asking him all these questions, and the older guy's like, "You better not fucking tell him anything," which <laughs> seems pretty cr- incriminating well, in itself. Yeah, that that that's pretty much gave the game away. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Matty starts talking to the skinny guy and she's like, I've got a really good lawyer. You know, if you need a lawyer, uh, you won't do any time. You know, we can look after you kind of thing, but you need to tell us where Ned Pepper and, and Tom Chaney are. Yeah. And the old guy, the, the young guy starts sweating and then he goes to talk. And so the older guy just grabs a, a knife that he's yeah. got on him and just cuts the guy's fingers off because he's got his hand on the table. He just cuts okay. all his fingers off. It's insane. That's good. And so Do you see Rooster, it all? Yeah, oh yeah, you see his fingers come off his hand. Yeah, yeah it's brilliant. horrible. The and then Rooster... Gratuitous like violence. Gratuitous finger violence is... Yeah. Uh, that's the name of my first album. 
It's, <laughs> it's always uh, it's, your, it's your Tinder bio, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was my Tinder bio, yeah. It's his finger miles. close-up shots of shit like yeah. that. Do you know what? usually in most films it'd be like he'd slam the knife down you'd see it sort of go right right at the fingers and then it cut away to him looking really pained but when yeah, it just shows yeah, yeah. it go through and then move the fingers you're like holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also I feel like we're so desensitised to violence that I really appreciate in a film when they do something weird like cutting off cutting off someone's fingers just it's just so weird it's just so random like yeah. it's hard and it's it's what you were doing. He had his hand there on the table, and the guy draws a knife. So it's either like he's going to stab him in the neck or just cut off his fingers. Yeah. There's a scene it's like, like the uh, it's like the eyeball scene in John Wick. Yeah, there's a scene like that in a film called Unthinkable that I might do for this at some point. I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know if many people have seen it because I don't think it was that like widely publicized. But it's basically it's um, Samuel L. Jackson, Carrie Ann Moss, and um, Michael Sheen. And it's basically just about torture and how far that the US government should be oh, able to man. go. You've told uh, me about this film. Yeah, you told yeah. me to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And very early on, there's like a finger cutting off scene with a hatchet, and it's it's so grim. <laughs> like, oh man, yeah. <laughs> and just stuff like that always makes you just go, uh, uh, like you see like ridiculous violence, over the top violence, Kill Bill esque violence, you know, there's shitloads of blood, and yeah. you, you see all that stuff, and it, you don't really care. But when it's something just as simple as bang, there goes that yeah. guy's fingers. There's it, some it's stuff a that real just shocker. Yeah, I love yeah. shit like that. It takes a lot, but some some stuff if it's done well still has impact, doesn't it? Oh, some man, stuff still yeah, makes totally. you go, oh, "Fuck me, that's yeah. grim." For every yeah, hostel, yeah. there's a true grit yeah. finger cutting off scene. Yeah, yeah. So then, as if cutting off his fingers isn't bad enough, <laughs> the guy then also stabs him in the chest just to really <laughs> stop him it's talking. It's not really ram it home. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, he totally does. And then uh, Jeff Bridges does the classic Western quick draw, blast him through the chest from seated. He's like, it's cool. He blows him away as well. He blows him away, yeah. Well, they get uh, information now. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so this young lad is like lying on the floor and he's like bleeding out and he's like sweating and he's like, oh God, I'm dying, I'm dying, which he definitely is. Yeah, um, he's dying, yeah. yeah. He's, got it, he's got it nailed on. <laughs> I didn't know you were a doctor, mate. <laughs> <laughs> One thing this guy is, it's observant. <laughs> uh, Jeff Bridges has no sympathy. He carries on questioning him. Uh, he starts telling him like where the nearest town is and that he'll take him there if he gives him the answers to his questions and blah, blah, blah. And the guy eventually ends up telling him that Ned and the gang are coming back to this cottage and they were sent there to meet them. Um, and they're coming back there to like reconvene or whatever. Yeah. So that's when. Wait, why is Ned Pepper a deal now? Like, does he know where Cheney is? So Ned Pepper, uh, Ted, uh, Tom Cheney is riding with Ned Pepper's gang. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Ned Pepper is a big bad who the U.S. Marshal's office have been after for a while, and I think Jeff Bridges is seeing this as his chance to like. Mm. finally nail Ned Pepper what's as well what's he been doing that's bad do we know is it just theft and shooting people or yeah he's just a he's just a 
generic western baddie you know, he's a generic bad dude terrorising towns and which is walking into saloons and starting yeah. fights which is the thing about westerns because the marshals seem to do that just as often as yeah. the bad guys yeah, do totally, they just yeah. walk into places and shoot people to shit and you're like well yeah. I mean what's the difference yeah I quite like that about westerns in that very much oftentimes the, the lines are yeah. quite blurred between who the yeah. good and the bad guys are you like, don't need to worry about to... the you don't have yeah. to have Batman syndrome of the bad guy. The good guy can't kill. Yeah, You're just like no, the good guy will absolutely kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the good guy's <laughs> the good guy's an asshole. It's literally the fact he's wearing a badge is how you tell he's a good guy. Otherwise, well, he would be the bad guy. <laughs> absolutely, hundred percent be the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> so they know that Ned Pepper's gang come into the house. Jeff Bridges leaves this young lad to die, even though he promised he would take him to somewhere if he told him information. Where's he going to take him? He can't go in that car. I'm going to get a chopper in, are they? That's true, yeah. So, oh, yeah, just Ma- go to the hospital. There's a hospital just outside, actually. <laughs> we'll, we'll go find Bearhead Doctor. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll probably, He's he'll definitely not mental. Yeah, he definitely won't just purchase you and rip out your teeth while he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so... Matty and Jeff Bridges go find a place up on the rocks above this cottage where they can get a good viewpoint and Rooster's got his rifle out so he's he's prepared yeah. for a shootout. I love, <coughs> love an old western rifle. Yeah. Can't beat them. Yeah, they're, they're very cool. Yeah, yeah. And while they're up there, Rooster's telling Maddie about the time. This is where we find out that he used to be a bad guy. That he used to be on the wrong side of the law. Yeah. And about a time he robbed a, a savings bank or something. And... um he's telling her about the time he came up against seven people and they were all trying to kill him and he put the reins of the horse in his teeth and pulled out both his guns and rode yeah. with the horse with the reins in his teeth shooting both guns God damn. What and Matty's like that's a cool story but that's it's definitely just a story because it's fucking shit, man. yeah because right. it's yeah. an absolute lie basically yeah. is what Matty's thinking it's 100% a lie yeah that's your, yeah. That's your... Uh, fucking sewing turtles together with your hair off your backs but it's a cool story and uh, <laughs> and we learn that you know um, he used to be a criminal and stuff so we learn a bit about his uh, his past life again does it anyway, come out that that was bullshit or do you never know if you want to uh, his words you find out later on you do find out later on we'll get back to it okay I'm sorry no it's okay um, so uh, <laughs> someone comes out of the someone comes <laughs> gatekeeping out- <laughs> gatekeeping true grit <laughs> no but it's a good it's a good reveal later on so okay, i'll get cool. back to it um so someone comes out of the woods and they're getting ready for it to be ned pepper's gang and it turns out to be labeef what a dickhead i know what a dickhead. He shows up at the worst times plus he he's a genuinely does plus he's a nonce <laughs> <laughs> matt damon turns up and goes into the house and matty's like we need to warn him and jeff bridges is like how how do we warn him without getting shot ourselves? You know, the best thing we can do is stay here and wait the for them to turn up. Is just shoot him from here. Just get yeah, him. exactly. It's a mercy. It's a mercy. Um, Labeef comes out and he sees Ned Pepper's gang. They start approaching him. They're having words. You can't hear what's going on. And then you see Labeef draw his gun. And then one of the bad guys lassoes him and starts riding around with his horse, like dragging <laughs> Labeef around with him. Full on, full on demoralizing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very cool Western. It's stuff you don't yeah. see in films anymore because that that is so typically Western is someone yeah, getting lassoed and dragged round. Because lassoes are really, like... Ineffective. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Unless you've trained for years. Kids at home, if you want to write in and be like, listen, I'm from the south of America and I use lassoes all the time. 
I can lasso a motherfucker from two feet away. Uh, try it. Come, come to England. Try and lasso me. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Open yeah. invitation, mate. I can be in work. I, I don't even have to know you there. If you yeah. want to come and lasso me, give it a go. Yeah. No warning. If you can lasso one of us, we'll yeah. take it back on I'll podcast. I'll pay you fifty dollars right yeah. there and then on yeah. the spot. Yeah. I'll, You'll I'll get paid. You to you. You'll get paid what Jeff Bridges got paid for going to chase down Tom Cheney. Fifty whole me. dollars in your pocket if you can lasso either one of us. Yeah, and I'm a big fucking dude, so yeah. I'm easier to lasso. Well, unless you gotta like <laughs> sort the ropes out. Uh, they're saying that they lasso horses. I think I should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. At this point, uh, Jeff Bridges opens fire with his rifle. Well, and he's would. taking people down. He's fucking smashing it. Uh, one of the guys manages to get away. And Matty and Jeff Bridges go down. And they Ooh, get to... No. <laughs> they go down off the cliff that they're on. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. It's not more nonsense. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, well. I am uh, always perpetually worried about that. <laughs> they get to the cottage and they find Labeef. And Labeef has, has miraculously been shot in the shoulder by someone. Okay. And it's it's heavily implied that it was Jeff Bridges who shot him. Okay. Just, just for giggles. It's <laughs> funny, isn't it? It's it well. funny to shoot Matt David, yeah. Um, and in all the excitement as well, he's really badly bitten his tongue. Uh, and his <laughs> mouth is bleeding and he can't You don't speak. see that a lot in films. I know, I know. And it's, it's real funny. Someone it's real funny. As well. You know, that sort of stuff. It's real funny as well because Jeff Bridges is like taking the piss and he's like, oh, the best thing to do is just rip it off. And then he just sticks his fingers in Matt Damon's mouth and just grabs his tongue and starts pulling <laughs> it where he's bitten it. It's fucking horrible, but it's really funny. It's that. Um, kids at home, not the best thing to do when you've bitten your tongue. Best yeah. thing to do is just deal with the ulcer for like yeah. six or seven days and then you'll be fine. Yeah. Try to cut down on vinegar. Yeah, don't eat too much salt. Your mouth heals real fast, so don't Awfully worry too fast. much about Dave it. Dave knows all about it. The sheer intake that that mouth gets. <laughs> the abuse that this yeah. mouth has taken. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a website just called Facial Abuse. That is my website. That is my website. That is my website. At freewebs.freewebs.com <laughs> Um, they look around the corpses and none of these men are Tom Chaney Um, but Rooster recognises most of them uh, as Ned Pepper's gang so they know they're on the right tracks that's strange because he wasn't really good at recognising men before when one (laughs) just hung up on a pole yeah that's true but now all of a sudden he's very good at it (laughs) now all of a sudden he's you he's the memory man (laughs) so they're all in this uh, they're all in this cottage together they've decided to reconvene uh, Labeef is telling them about the time that he was close enough to Cheney to shoot him. He was about three hundred yards away, um, yeah, and he says close, he, yeah. yeah, he says he was close enough to shoot him, but he missed because he was mounted and he had to make the decision to shoot from his horse from his hip or get down off his horse, giving yeah. Cheney time to run. Blah blah blah. Anyway, he missed, and Jeff Bridges is <laughs> like, anyway, he missed. Yeah, anyway, he missed. Shit. Jeff Bridges is like. I don't think you could have hit him from 300 yards anyway. And Labeef is like, uh, no, actually, I think you'll find my gun is like top of the range, blah, blah, blah. And Jeff Bridges is like, yeah, I don't think the gun's in question. I just don't think you could hit him from 300 yards. <laughs> he just real gives him shit. Yeah, it's just real smack talk from Jeff Bridges. He doesn't like this guy then. <laughs> they really don't like each other. They really don't. So 
the next morning they all get on the horses and they ride out and I mean, Jeff, Bridges, like Jeff Bridges has a, an issue with authority here it really does it really does <laughs> and <laughs> Jeff Bridges is more incomprehensible than he has been throughout the rest of the film <laughs> it just gets worse at the end he or does like in the middle or whatever yeah and <laughs> the reason is because he just spent the night getting pissed oh, okay. and Matt Bridges uh, Matt, Matt Bridges Matt Damon uh, is like I don't think he slept to to um, Maddie. So like while they were asleep in the cottage, Jeff Bridges just got himself absolutely wankered. Just got plastered. Wow, yeah. it's, in, it's in line with the show. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's uh, yeah, he's representing the Breakfast Club. Yeah. And uh, except when I get really plastered, I go to sleep at half past seven in the night. Yeah, you don't get too wild to be honest. You just, you just curl up in bed and fall asleep <laughs> at half seven. <laughs> Mate, that really tickled me. <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, there's a point now where I probably should have mentioned this very early on. Uh, Jeff Bridges only has one eye in this film. Oh, shit, yeah, of course. He's Snake Plissken. wearing an eye patch. He? Yeah, he is Snake Plissken. Yeah. Um, and in his drunken state, he's still giving Labeef piss about um, him not being able to shoot Cheney or whatever and him being a rubbish shot and they get into this big argument um, because Matt Damon's been shot through the arm um, so he's only got the one good arm and they get into this big argument about who's the better shot, the guy with one arm or the guy with one eye. Oh yeah shit did they not do anything about his shot arm? They Jeff Bridges says at the time that the bullet's gone right through, so he just needs ah, to let it heal. That's, that's lucky. It's the classic, it? classic yeah. bullet's gone right I still through. Still don't think that's how wounds work. I don't think yeah. you, if, if you have an entire hole through your three D yeah. human being, I don't think you can just leave it. I think, I gotta, think like, dress it. I think or, so. I think that's the good thing to happen. If you've got a hole in you, that's okay. As long as it's gone straight through. Yeah, women. The bullet, women like, listening at home, if you've got a hole in you. That's okay. <laughs> That's a breakfast club guarantee. <laughs> I mean, men have holes too, but they're assholes. Yeah. So you just got to take them for granted. Just got to deal with it. So to get into this argument about <laughs> holes. <laughs> no, I want to go back to holes. Right, okay. So you're saying it's... Yes, you are correct. It is better if a bullet goes all the way through you and you have a big dock-off hole in you. But at the same time... You still have to dress that. You still have to make sure it doesn't get infected. And I've watched enough films to know as long as the bullet goes straight through, you're gonna live. No, asshole. yeah, no. You, you, well, I mean, unless it goes straight through your fucking head, <laughs> doesn't matter. As long as it goes straight through, if the bullet goes into your head and gets lodged, then you're in trouble. No, if because just the goes guy, straight the guy through... in Die Another Day begs to differ me. <laughs> That's what sent him <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Films just have no consistency over their rules. Damn it, and that's what we're trying to get through on The Breakfast Club. We're trying to get films to have consistency. That's yeah. our big drive. Yeah, we just consistency want consistency. 2021, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> um, they get into this argument about who's the better shot. Jeff Bridges throws a bottle up into the air and tries to shoot it, but he's pissed and he misses. <laughs> and then it falls on the ground and he uses about three or four shots to shoot it while it's just lying there on the ground. <laughs> Is he still bladdered or is he's he like... He's still absolutely hammered, yeah, yeah, he's still absolutely hammered. Okay. And then he pulls out cornbread from his the, his side saddle and he gets off his horse and he throws this bread up in the air and then in one he just fucking nails this bread in the air and it's just like a small little piece of bread. So he can shoot he's bread but not bottles. Yeah, I don't know why all of a sudden he becomes absolutely sick but I think basically like he's, he's showing that, you know... 
Yeah, exactly. He's shown that even drunk, you know, he can hit a smaller target and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then him and Matt Damon get into this weird pissing competition where they're just throwing bread in the air and trying to shoot it. <laughs> Little ducks flying by and blown out the sky <laughs> after the bread. <laughs> and it's a classic Coen Brothers moment where it's just utterly ridiculous. You know, it's grown people acting like children, which is yeah. a recurring theme. A recurring they're throwing theme, bread yeah. up into the air and blasting it they hit some of it and they can't decide whose bullet it was that hit it so there's no like anyway in the end uh matty's like this is fucking ridiculous like we're not getting anywhere so that scene amounts to nothing there's Uh, a town there's a town about half a mile away and just like six people just dropped dead dead. (laughs) (laughs) like a fucking artillery strike (laughs) just loads of bullets and bread flying into them (laughs) (laughs) little kid just says through the head he's dead and the mum's mother's walking like, their kids to school Charlie, and you just see them drop in like just people in films don't think about the consequences man yeah the day the sky betrayed us it, it became in the town <laughs> the day the sky betrayed us oh man that's funny <laughs> Uh, so they set up a camp and they're all sat around chatting Rooster gets into another argument with Labeef they're having a big fight and it's at this point that Jeff Bridges is like I bow out and Matty's like what do you mean and he's like I bow out you know we, he, he tells her that after the incident at the cottage that was their chance to catch Chaney now that he knows they're on the trail he'll have bolted he could have gone anyway they've How got the no trail they know he's on the trail because well, everyone's dead yeah, this is it. Well, yeah. But there was that one guy who escaped. Oh, uh, one guy who escaped. Sorry, yeah, yeah, one guy escaped. And then he's like, you know, there's there's literally no way of telling where they've gone. We're on a wild goose chase. I hate this guy. Uh, and I don't <laughs> want to be here. So I bow out. And Matty's like, no, you can't. You can't. And he just goes to sleep and ignores her. So then she, Labeef leaves because they've had this falling out. And Labeef's getting on his horse. And she runs up to him and she's like, I picked the wrong guy, you know. I should have. I should have come with you. Oh, she's Can you help me, Benedict Arnold? Straight away. She is straight away. And then Labeef is like, as much as I hate to admit it, he's right. You know, there is no trail. Like, there's no way we're gonna find Cheney. Like, there's nothing. And so he rides off. And credits roll. Yeah, basically. Yeah, Matty's just left with Jeff Bridges in this camp, knowing that nothing's gonna happen. So she goes to sleep. The next morning, she wakes up and she goes down to the water to get fresh water for her and Jeff Bridges. And as she's there, she sees some horses tied up on the other side of the water. And she's looking at these horses. And then next second, only bloody Tom Chaney walks out from between the horses. No trail my ass, mate. He's right fucking there. And and California is real small as well. It's real small. It's real small. Small as fuck. It's small as like the Wirral. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Chaney, uh, played by Josh Brolin. Here, Josh Brolin. He's a sexy Josh fucker, Brolin. Isn't he? he is Thanos. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's, a, he's got a he's got a well-diverse uh, CV in him. He does. Yeah, he, he does. All sorts yeah, of different characters. He does. He's a very good actor. Very good actor. Yeah, yeah I like him a lot. Um, she sees Chaney. He sees her. He starts approaching her, and he's like, "Where have you come from?" And she pulls her father's gun on him. And she starts explaining, you know, that she knows who he is and what he did to her dad. 
and he's like he's like absolutely finding the whole thing ridiculous that this 14 year old girl has pulled the gun on him and he like <laughs> keeps coming towards her and he's like if you're gonna shoot me you might want to cock that gun yeah. so she does and then he's like no you need to pull it all the way back otherwise it's not gonna fire so she does and then he's like oh so he's just a fucking badass then he's full on pissing himself he, he finds the whole thing ridiculous I'd find it really funny too yeah, yeah. anyway she fucking shoots him she blasts Holy him shit. she, just she blasts, blasts him, him through the arm but the recoil on the gun is so much that it knocks her over and she falls into the water and she only glances Chaney in the oh. arm. Like It's enough to like piss him off that he's been hit. Well, I'd be quite pissed off if I got shot in any degree, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's not the best start to your day. <laughs> not, not really. When, you, when you're just having your brekkie. <laughs> get ready to get into your avatar and you get shot. Right, like, right <laughs> she gets up and she goes to shoot him again. But she's fallen in the water and the gun's gotten wet and it misfires. Oh, that's histor- historically, yeah. No, guns yeah. can't work with any degree of water in them. Not great. Not they're great like in water. Just, fuck. Yeah. You just sweat <laughs> on them and the fuck, yeah. As she's trying to sort her gun out, uh, Chaney just walks right up to her and just slaps her in the face. And he slaps her so hard that he knocks her down and then he just yeah. picks her up and starts dragging her off. And she's like calling to him and she she's like calling to Jeff Bridges and she's like help help and she can hear him through the trees and he's running to help her but Chaney gets her over to the other side and when she gets over to the other side Ned Pepper and his gang are all there oh, and no. they start blasting at Jeff Bridges so he can't cross the river to come help her because they're keeping the fire suppressing him and uh, Ned threatens to kill Maddie and then him and Rooster have this like chat like there's a weird dynamic of like them being old friends or like, yeah, like acquaintances mutual respect. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah and um ned's like i'll kill i'll kill the girl and he's like yeah jeff Bridges is like oh you don't need to do that and he's like well here's the deal i'll take her back to my camp you mm. ride off and go and then i'll let her go we'll drop her off at the next I'm time sure he, i'm sure he will yeah yeah yeah, yeah. seems like a sound guy so. <laughs> he's not he's not like you know a full criminal that the US Marshals are after so I'm sure he's telling the truth yeah exactly he's not a you know mostly insane guy yeah I'm sure I hope Rooster believes him uh, well Rooster apparently believes him and starts (laughs) leaving and disappears so obviously Matty is like crestfallen at the fact that she's fucked the only person to help her is fucked off yeah and then there's a weird guy who jumps out at them from the trees who is apparently part of Ned Cheney's gangs who just makes animal noises he doesn't speak he just oh. makes animal noises. So he's he just kind of the bear guy. Kind of the bear guy. Yeah, he jumps out and makes chicken noises at her, and it's it's weird. They don't explain it. Yeah, that is that is real fucking it's weird. Very odd. Um, so they drag her up to this camp, and then Ned Pepper's speaking to Matty, and he's like, "Why have you come out here, and why have you shot my guy? What happened?" And she basically explains the whole situation to him, tells him that Tom Cheney shot her dad, and she's come out seeking vengeance. <laughs> And she tells him that she shot Chaney and blah, 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 and this is what happened. And then she was like, I would have killed him as well, except my gun misfired. And Pepper's like, oh, they'll do that every time. You know, they'll embarrass you nine times out of ten kind of thing. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, general. yeah, guns, they're just unreliable, aren't they? Definitely not killing machines, one. guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the worst um, thing we invented, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> because there's not, not because not because of all the brutality. Because they're so bloody useless. Yeah, the brutality's great. If only they were much more yeah. reliable and less shit. That's why. That's why gun crime's so low worldwide, <laughs> and why the army use swords still. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Um, Pepper seems to really warm to Matty. He likes her sass, I guess. Um, yeah. Now, Ned Pepper's a bad dude, right? He's not a good dude. He's not a good <laughs> dude. Definitely not a good dude. Yeah, Who plays Ned Pepper? I don't know. It's not anyone oh, really? I know. Yeah, not anyone I recognise anyway. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, so he quite likes Matty. Anyway, they've lost a they've lost a horse somehow, and they say to Matty, right, we're gonna leave you here, and we're gonna leave Tom Cheney with you to look after you. Yeah. And we're gonna ride to our safe house, and we're gonna send someone back with a horse for Tom Cheney to ride on. Um, and then once we've picked up Tom Cheney, you're free to go. So they are gonna oh, so let they are go. Legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are sound. Okay. I've just uh, looked it up, by the way. Um, Ned Pepper, honest to God, no yeah. word of a lie, is played by a guy called Barry Pepper. Really? Yeah. Maybe they if, just liked his name so much. Now, they were just like, if I were to name his real person, <laughs> I'd name him Barry Pepper. If she said who played Ned Pepper, I reckon the first thing I'd say is Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon the Coen brother, or whoever's like done the... Um, the casting has just got this guy and just yeah. been like Barry Pepper oh, maybe Pepper's it was like an extras where um, what's his name it wasn't Les Dennis it was the other one the other one he's fucked Keith Chegwin Keith Chegwin yeah. couldn't act unless it's the character's name the character was, was called Keith yeah, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Barry Pepper from anything else though it's not a famous name Anyway, um, it doesn't matter. Doesn't they matter. tell her they tell her that, you know, she can go once Tom Cheney comes back. Tom Cheney's fuming. He doesn't like Matty. She shot him. He shot her dad. There's a lot yeah. of animosity there. He keeps begging them to take him with them. Uh, and they say no, that he has to watch this girl. And then Maddie's like, <laughs> this guy will kill me. Like, this guy, will. he's genuinely, he's killed my dad. I've shot him. If you leave me with him, he'll probably kill me. Yeah. And Ned Pepper's like, he won't kill you because if he does he won't get paid he won't get any of the money from the last score that they made or whatever whatever the terminology is back in the day $15 yeah he won't get any of his $15 yeah Yeah. Um, (laughs) anyway they ride off and Chaney immediately decides that it's not worth the score and he's gonna kill Matty (laughs) yeah she nailed it Yeah, yeah and he comes at her with a knife and he's gonna fucking hack her to bits. Why? They've all got guns with loads of ammo. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, um, there's gonna be something sinister going on. Yeah, that's probably why he's going out with a knife. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, he goes at her with a knife, and just as he's about to get her, uh, Matt Damon turns up and oh, shoots him. Yeah, Le Beef. Le Beef, Beef shoots Beef. him, and Tom Cheney is dead. There Holy we go. Holy shit! Tom film. Cheney oh. is a goner. End of the film. It's done. And Matty's chatting to um, Labeef, and she's like, "How did you know I was here? You know, why have you turned back up?" And he was like, "I was riding away, and I, Jeff Bridges caught up with me, and turns out he has a plan, and he told me to come here and rescue you, and he's going to go after Ned Pepper and his gang." So Holy shit! So it's that's pretty a big cool. Plan. Yeah, he was so like, then, "I could smell you from miles away." Yeah, he was like, "Holy shit." <laughs> you are a weird my special like, mountain abilities yeah. <laughs> that's what you do you just tweak the corners and that's how you can smell <laughs> smell underage girls and boys oh my from god <laughs> <laughs> radar um, <laughs> so then Matty and Labeef uh, they climb up onto this ridge and they're watching this plane and they can see Ned Pepper's gang riding out and they see one sole horse rider riding towards them 
and Labeef has got his rifle and he's now, getting it set up. that was one singular horse rider, one not a singular. soul horse. Not a soul horse, not like a cool... A cool like, ghost horse. Yeah, ghost horse. <laughs> Paranormal horse. Yeah, not um, that. Okay, cool. I needed to know. <laughs> so Matt David's setting up his rifle and he's like watching from this ridge. And Jeff Bridges rides up and Ned Pepper's like, um, oh, Marshall Cogburn, I thought, you, I thought you'd ridden off. Are you going to give us the road? And uh, Jeff Bridges is like, nope, I don't think I am going to give you the road. And Ned Pepper's like, what is going on? And he's like, I'm going to kill you here today, Ned Pepper. And Ned Pepper seems real incensed by this. <laughs> yeah, well, you would be, wouldn't you? He's not happy. Angry. He's not happy about the threat of death. He's not well, into it. I mean, the threat of death's not great. <laughs> it's not the best thing to have. Yeah. So yeah. it's there's four members of Ned Pepper's gang who are with him. So it's it's four guys basically, and uh, Marshall Cogburn's on his own. Old Jeff Bridges is on his Holy bill. Holy shit! Well, get that reins in that mouth. Well, here we Holy go. Does he actually? He actually does. <laughs> Jeff Bridges yells yells he yells something like get some iron in those hands ned pepper or something like basically go yeah. for your guns and then he, he puts the reins in no his scoop. mouth puts the reins in his mouth starts his horse galloping and draws both guns out what of the sides of his head it's what fucking cool as fuck man and then he rides towards these guys they're riding towards him they're all blasting away bam 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 he takes out three of these guys and then him and Ned Pepper ride past each other like old school oh, jousters and they're jousting, blasting yeah. each other. And Ned Pepper shoots Jeff Bridges' horse and the horse goes yeah. down and I was lands gonna say, on top of... If I was in the Wild West, I reckon I'd be shooting fuckers' horses like left and right. Yeah, yeah, you take out the horse first. bigger target in it. If you yeah. shoot a horse, yeah. you're probably going to There's die. a good chance it's going to land on one leg because yeah. you've got leg either side. Yeah, yeah. so I'd just be shooting horses. Or yeah. Like, ah, maybe that makes me an asshole. And well, it's, it's a horrible thing to do, man. but if it's survival, you know, if someone's yeah. literally trying to shoot you to death. Yeah, or, you know, let's, it's funny, then... Yeah, and also it's a bit funny. <laughs> yeah, so it's if, not, it's horrible, if it's either but... for survival or if it's funny... Just do it. That's the message that we're just sending out of the record. Yeah, so yeah. Just do whatever you want, unless just do whatever you like, as long as it's survival funny. or if it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff Bridges goes down. This horse lands on top of him. Matty's like, "You need to shoot to Labeef." She's like, "You need to shoot," and Labeef's like, "He's too far away. I can't hit him." And she's like, "You uh, shot a, a guy from like a thousand yards away with this rifle," and, and then it turns out Labeef's just a big. He's just blowing smoke up his own ass, and he's not actually oh, that because, good at yeah. shot. Yeah, what a bitch. Yeah, so Jeff Bridges is trapped under his horse, and Cheney rides up to him, and you can see Cheney's clutching his side, and he's like bleeding through his hands. And he rides up to Jeff Bridges, and he's like, "It doesn't look like either of us is leaving here, but I've got enough left in me to make sure I've shoot you." And he raises his gun to shoot Jeff Bridges, and Labeef just decides to bloody go for it. Labeef yeah. just decides I'm gonna fucking have a shot it's and he wanted. just gets his rifle up <laughs> takes one shot fucking nails it what a absolutely guy absolutely nails it and never had any doubts in the beef <laughs> Ned Pepper falls off his horse boom job's a good one job is a good one and uh, Labeef is getting up he's giving himself a real pat on the back and <laughs> Josh Brolin hits him in the head with a rock what? Josh Brolin's still alive. Oh, no shit. What? Yeah. And he's got back up and he hits Labeef in the head with a rock, knocks him over, and then he 
he's like shouting at Matty, and Matty grabs Labeef's rifle. And um, so Tom Cheney, right, got shot. Yeah, and they didn't make sure he was dead before going away. Oh yeah, they just they just left him. They just assumed, despite her actively wanting him fully dead. Yeah, for the whole film, and despite Labeef wanting to take him back to Texas yeah. to try for his crimes, they just yeah. shot him once and went, "That'll do. That off we go. Let's go quick." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They just leave any, it. They're just like, sense, "Yeah, he sounds probably, probably dead." Um, I am extraordinarily proud of you that we have mentioned Texas hundreds of times in this podcast, it's and you've not once sang uh, "All My Exes All my Live exes. in Texas." my exes live in Texas (laughs) yeah well do you know sometimes mate I don't want to get this DMCA'd sometimes (laughs) sometimes yeah and we'll Um, see at the end of the podcast whether I want that this much or whether I'm just going to go into a full rendition of all my exes live in Texas (laughs) we might release it as bonus content I mean the film's in California right it's not in Texas yeah but he's a Texas ranger who's who's come from Texas to hunt down Cheney yeah of course yeah I forgot about that Yeah. yeah anyway uh, Maddie's got um, Labeef's rifle and she shoots Cheney and this time she shoots him and he falls off the cliff off the ridge holy shit he falls off a cliff he falls off a cliff and Man. now we know he's definitely dead there's Is he no done? way he survived well, do you, see, do you well, see his body in bits true grit too mate that's all I'm saying true that's all I'm saying too. I'm starting the campaign right here right now the cliff walker <laughs> um, but the recoil from Labeef's rifle is so hard that it knocks Maddie back and she falls down a well that's behind her. She doesn't half love falling into water after guns. Oh, she's the best at it. She's absolutely so she's the dead. best. No, she survives the fall. It's not yeah, that well. Wells deep are really well. deep. Well Oh okay, this isn't that deep. Well 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 well, well. well apparently this one isn't I don't know. <laughs> that was honest to god like ten wells in a row. Was, like six of them were accidental but other than the other wells. Um she falls into this well and she's wow. like screaming she's like help help and she's like Labeef are you alive and no response she's like Labeef and no response and then she turns to the right and she sees this skeleton down there and then she <laughs> yeah. sees there's some snakes crawling from the skeleton and they're rattlesnakes you hear the rattle yeah. and she's like oh shit they don't live in water though so yeah you know anyway <laughs> who gives a fuck about animal not yeah. watching this film <laughs> she's shouting and screaming and Jeff Bridges arrives and what a head he's he, still alive he's still alive and he's got some rope tied to him and he rappels down the well she's like there's snakes down here and he rappels down the well and then just as he's about to get there a snake bites Matty um, oh, and obviously no. it's like deadly poisonous so she's had a shitter um, Rooster gets down no, there not not always but go on yeah Rooster gets down there but he pulls out his gun and he starts blasting and shooting snakes which is a real <laughs> real how risky shot well? how wide's the well yeah I don't know I surely don't know. they'd all be instantly deaf by the way if you're firing a revolver in a well yeah yeah you'd just be like, <laughs> at, be like, at a target <laughs> as small as a snake that is real close to this girl I just yeah it's a they're asking us to suspend a lot of disbelief here yeah. not just the rattlesnakes in water debacle Rooster gets down the well and he gets to Matty and she's like I've been bitten and he grabs her arm and he's like look away so she does no. and he gets out a knife and he cuts oh, okay, an cool. X in the from the 
two points of the snake's fang he cuts yeah. the x of it and then he like grabs her arm and starts trying to suck out the poison and spit it out yeah what a guy she says is Labeef okay and uh rooster's like yeah he's he's fine he's fine and then he shouts up to the well and he's like go 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 and Labeef's up there and the ho- the the rope the other end of the rope is tied to Labeef's horse and he gives her a slap and she walks off and drags Maddie and uh, Jeff Bridges up the well and they get out oh. anyway um, Maddie's not out the woods yet she's been bitten and they need to get her to her doctors but the nearest she's town is the poison up. yeah well that's what you think but she's still, she's still going feverish yeah. yeah and they've got to get to the nearest settlement to get her help and so they jump on her horse little blackie and they ride towards the nearest settlement and they're riding real hard and Matty's having like real bad fever dreams and she's yeah. like she's crying and she's like saying to Jeff Bridges you, you're pushing the horse too much and you know you're gonna kill him and Jeff Bridges is like we need to save you and he's like riding this horse and you can see the horse sweating and everything and then eventually they do get to a point where little Blackie just collapses just, and, fucking just collapses and dies yeah it's really horrible it's really horrible Shit. yeah and then Matty's like crying and Jeff Bridges just pulls out a gun and shoots the horse in the head well you gotta sometimes you gotta put it it's sometimes better than, for it to die of being shot in the head than exhaustion yeah. little Jesus horse been little shot Jesus in the head horse. well it gets shot in the head and then it, it three days later <laughs> it, it rises again and then goes into heaven <laughs> Jesus horse so then Jeff Bridges picks Matty up and just starts running with her what it's a insane. legend yeah. it's insane and then very similar to the scene with the horse you see Jeff Bridges just sweating and it looks like Jeff Bridges is going to collapse from exhaustion and then Labeef's going to shoot him in the head <laughs> and then Labeef's going to pick up uh, whatever stands up and then start running like fuck and then he's going to get sweating and then the bear guy is going to jump out the bushes and then he's going to shoot Matt Damon in the head <laughs> anyway before Jeff Bridges collapses they find a, a house and Jeff Bridges drops to his knees and he pulls out his gun and he shoots the gun in the air and these people come out of the house <laughs> and then the, the scene goes black and then it cuts to um, a woman on a train and this woman is Matty in the future. She's all oh, grown wow. up. She's an older woman now. Is it still Hayley Steinfeld? No, no. It's a much okay. older woman. Um, Who's it played by? Do we know? Uh, it's just in the future. It's just, you know, this is... Yeah, but who's the actress? Oh, or I don't actor? know. I don't know who the actress is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know who the actress <laughs> That's is. That's a real shame. Yeah. But uh, future Matty has lost an arm. She lost oh, an arm to the, the poison. Oh, yeah. Because of the poison. And she starts... It goes back to the voiceover Sorry, style. Yeah, the Otherwise venom. I'll get, Otherwise I'll get told off. <laughs> poison. You ingest poison. Venom's written in you. Fuck off. Anyway, go on. <laughs> so... It goes back to the voiceover style from the start of the film. Um, Matty saying that um, Jeff Bridges ran for miles to get her to safety <laughs> and she lost an arm to the snake bite. Uh, and apparently, when she spoke to the people who were in the house that looked after her, um, they said that Jeff Bridges stayed with her um, right up until she was stable, you know, until she was okay. Yeah. And then he left. Um, and didn't say where he was going and heaven. she says that yeah heaven basically yeah and she says that she she didn't see him again um and then she says that she's traveling to somewhere on the train 
and she gets off at the station and she's like i got a letter from him uh not so long ago saying that he had quit as a u.s marshal uh he'd lived out his life as a u.s marshal yeah. and then he'd quit um like a couple of months earlier and he joined a wild west like um carnival show kind of thing you know like he was a shooter or something so he was traveling with this and he was like um i'd love for you to come and see me um and we can trade stories you know about the the good old days basically so she's traveling to go see him oh yeah of course because she's older yeah yeah and then she gets to the traveling show and she walks up and she's like i'm looking for um ruben is his real name ruben Cogburn. ruben yeah yeah and they say, oh, you, you're just too late. He, he died three days ago at Holy the shit. last place they were at. And then that's basically the end of the film. She arrives to learn <laughs> oh, that man. she was too late and that he died. And that's then, rough, man. I know, I know. And then she, for some reason, she collects the body from the traveling show and she sends it back to where she's oh. from. And well, that's she, what she did she, at the start of the film, right? Exactly so with her dad, it, yeah. and she buries Rooster, and oh. that's that's how it ends. Is that well? And then you hear a little bit more exposition that she never saw Labeef again either. She well, she doesn't know what happened. He was a nonce. Yeah, he was a weird guy. Yeah. And then that's where it ends. And that's it, man. And in a way, I think it's quite lovely because it's just like it's it's little self-contained. You know, they went on this adventure. Ridiculous things happened. And then after that, there's just no reason for them to no. stay together. Like they were, and then they that's was, it. Yeah, and that's you know, there's no reason for it to continue. So yeah, it's just a, a lovely little self-contained story, yeah. and it just ends like that. So Dave, was this true grit or was this, this true shit? <laughs> I'm gonna rate this true grit. I really <laughs> like this. I really like it. Yeah, man, why haven't we done that like, before? Why haven't we given it a rated? Yeah, it sounds like an absolute jam. Like, yeah, what would we have done for Avatar? Yeah, fuck me. I know. Yeah, yeah. Is it good or complete dog shit? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, no, man, it sounds. Um, it sounds like a real fucking good film. It sounds like a film that I'd be well into. Actually, yeah. No, it's lovely. I think as well, it has that weird kind of almost. Not quite to this extent, but almost like Pan's Labyrinth thing, you know, where it's yeah. it's a child telling the story, so you yeah. just don't know. Like, there's so many ridiculous things. Like, obviously, they're putting the reins in and blasting two guns. The shot from hundreds of yards hundreds away. Of yards. The, the bear nonsense. doctor man. Yeah. You know, there's so many things that just it's set in like such a real setting, but there's so many things that yeah. seem unreal like that you just think like yeah. is it because this child's telling the story from years ago you know like as she embellished it kind of thing so i think yeah like narratively it's got it's got some interesting stuff going on what, god what that's deep for this me. podcast <laughs> <laughs> what shocks me is this film came out in 2010 right yeah yeah and that is the same year that red dead redemption came out when rockstar uh brought back really red dead and red dead um for all you video game connoisseurs, uh, Red Dead is almost like as you were talking about it. I, I thought that this was so, like this film is so much like Red Dead Redemption. Like there's just random dudes in that you go and sit and talk to by a campfire, and they'll tell you random shit and give you yeah. a mission of some. But then there's like like a real early on in Red Dead, there's a, a question mark appears on the map, and it's just a fella on like a little ridge. And you go and sit with him at the campfire, and he doesn't even really give you a mission. He just give, he just gives you a story, and then you just go on about your way to the to the main town. And that that's how this sort of felt as yeah. a 
as a tale as you were telling me i was like holy shit this is so much like red dead redemption and yeah, it came out yeah. In exactly the same year yeah like red dead came out in may may 2010 so i don't know when true grit was but obviously it's the story's been made and i mean it was made in like the fucking 70s or whatever or 60s or whatever um but yeah so red dead must have hearkened to so much that is in this film or at least that is in the original film mm-hmm. um yeah it's, it just sounds excellent i love yeah. that sort of shit it's it sounds really cool man it is it's really good it's a good entry if you're not if you're not that into westerns but you like good films it's a good like easier way yeah. into to westerns i'd definitely recommend it um and if you like subtitle films <laughs> yeah exactly yeah if you like films where you don't have a clue what jeff bridges is saying the whole way through then it's yeah. real good um <laughs> but yeah i really i really really like that film and it sounded really awesome it, was, it yeah. was proper good to go through and I, I, I i'll definitely give it a watch after this because that uh that sucked me in it sounds it sounds really good it sounds concise it sounds like just a fucking good film yeah it is it's a real fingers get chopped off (laughs) and there's the bear guy you know i'm sold (laughs) well i enjoyed that man thank you very much yeah it was amazing uh thank you everyone for listening yeah cheers guys thank you very much for listening and we will see you next week for another episode we will absolutely see you next week for another episode Bye. bye